everybody, welcome to the Adventist Hoops podcast. I'm here with Kaya Williams. She is the new head women's coach at Andrews University, and we're so glad to have you on the Adventist Hoops podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So, Kaya, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and kind of your basketball journey that's led you to this point to uh, that you've just uh, been appointed as the new women's head coach at Andrews. Absolutely. Uh, so this has been a full circle uh, experience for sure. I'm originally from Chicago, born and raised there. Um, grew up playing basketball. I had a lot of boy cousins, so that's kind of how I got introduced to that a brother. So um, developed the love early for the game. Um, through high school, I went to uh, Hinsdale Academy in Illinois. Uh, played there four years uh, during the different tournaments and things like that. That's how I first was introduced to Andrews University through their um, tournament that they do every year. And that is what um, piqued my interest into looking at them for attending uh, college. So I did end up taking my talents to Andrews University, um, played there for four years. Um, that was a great experience. There was ups and downs of our of our uh, program for sure, but I will say overall, I had a great experience and I- um, What position did you play? So I started, that is a great question. <laughs> I started playing um, between point guard and small forward and then end up transitioning between all the roles kind of wherever I was needed at the time. The X factor, you could do yeah. it all. <laughs> we we, we got to get some of your highlights so we can put that up on the Instagram. That'll be a throwback for sure. <laughs> but um, yes, so that was that was a great experience. Um, just looking at the whole journey overall in and of itself. Um, and then I transitioned to assistant coach uh, while I was there completing my master's in speech language pathology. Um, I assistant coach it, coached for two years. Um, and then here we are full circle. I've transitioned now um, into that head coach role after stepping away for a little bit. I did some time in Texas completing internships and um, this opportunity came back to me. So I saw that as a blessing to go ahead and see what doors God was opening in that, in that area. So you gotta be excited. I mean, you're coming back to your alma mater. You played four years there. You assisted a couple of years. What is your top priority as you enter into your first head coaching position? Um, I would say uh, as far as women go, and this can be sports speaking generally, um, there's a lot of overlooking of women's athletics and women's talent. Um, that's something that I experienced when I was playing, and that's something that is a big focus of just bringing more attention to the women, um, giving them the, the well-deserved um the well deserved everything that is due to them putting in the same work as the guys um, doing a lot of things on all fronts, being student athletes. Um, that's something I just want us to get the acknowledgement and things that, that the ladies also uh, are well deserving of for sure. You know, I want to go back to something you said earlier, you were talking about the Academy tournaments and, and how that impacted you to go to Andrews and uh, that's really a place where I'm just thinking, you know, this is your first year you, got the position over the summer. And so you may not have had a chance to recruit much, I'm guessing, right? Um, are you going to use uh, those 
the showcases basically of our Adventist tournaments, what, what kind of role are those going to play in your recruiting? Because I think that a lot of our girl athletes are, are passed over our Adventist uh, girl athletes are passed over right in front of our noses at some of these tournaments. That's very true. Um, I will say that's something I want to be more intentional on. I know Andrews is one of the tournaments that are held. Um, so just, just getting more um, information on all the different tournaments that are kind of going on so we can get some, some good recruits in from different areas. Uh, I know just what you're doing is a great eye opener that, wow, there is a lot of talent that's being overlooked just because we didn't even know this uh, academy or program existed in the first place. So, yeah, it's been really interesting over the last month, basically, since we started this Instagram account, there's some people that are messaging me saying, Hey, I didn't even know we had this college. I didn't know this college existed, or I didn't know that they had an athletic program. So it's been fun to see people from across the country kind of coming together and unifying uh, uh, behind Adventist basketball. And that is one of my goals is to have a presence at the Adventist tournaments so that we can make sure to get that message out about some of the good players that are at these tournaments. Um, when you talk about the type of players that you're looking for, um, as you start getting into a recruiting cycle here after you finish this season, uh, what is kind of the first thing that you look at? What's the first skill or attribute when you go to watch someone play, either in high school or another college or whatever, or in tryouts, what are you going to be looking for? What's that first thing that you that sticks out to you? Um, the first thing for me is going to be the enthusiasm and drive, honestly. Um, that's something to me that you can't really teach per se, um, sometimes we think we can do it through uh, like the discipline factor, kind of just drilling it into somebody to have more effort. But that's, some, that's something that someone has to personally commit to, that they are so passionate about this game. They are so passionate about um, just bettering themselves and bettering themselves for the sake of the team. That's something to me that a player just has to have and has to have a hunger to want. So that's something that I'm looking for and players because you can teach a lot of those other skills. That's something to me though, that needs to just be innate in someone. I just heard this quote yesterday. The way we do anything is the way we do everything. And Absolutely. sometimes that's hard to teach, but I, th I still think it's something to strive for no matter what the kind of player is, but you're right. That heart, that grit, that's something that uh, you notice right away, um, no matter the skills. So um, when you think back about your career so far, You've had a lot of high school experience, college experience as a player, but you've also had some some coaches that you've in, that have influenced you. Do you think that you're going to be more more influenced as a head coach by your playing experience or by some of the coaches that have influenced you? That's a great question. Um, I would have to say, if I can say a combination of the both, um, I would I would kind of combine that a little bit because I think with being assistant coach and player so close together that I have a great perspective of like both pieces of, or both sides of that coin at the same time. So um, as far as things uh, that I was looking for in teammates, I kind of have that aspect of things or things I wanted to see different or feel from my coaches as a player. I have that information. And then also from my head coach, who was a phenomenal uh, coach when I was playing, uh, I have all the different tools and things that he kind of, uh, dropped over to me as I was assistant coach and I got to see exactly how things were kind of going from a different seat. Um, obviously from being a player, you look at things 
from a player perspective. So yeah, uh, one the assistant coach that kind of gave me some insight to the other side of looking looking in. Well, one of the great things about your situation at Andrews is there's great continu continuity there. There often is some turnover in, in basketball coaching and to have someone that has been in the program, this will be your seventh year, I believe, in the Andrews University basketball program. So that's an asset, I would say, to being able to build upon what you already, the relationships you already have and the trust that you've built up over that uh, entire time. Absolutely. And that's, that's the case, I think, too, with um, what you brought up earlier with the tournaments, just developing relationships with different players and kind of watching players grow up kind of before your eyes, uh, just having those relationships to build off of, for sure. Absolutely. Sure. You know, you talk about how you're going to coach, how you're going to be as a head coach. What are some experiences that you had? Now, let's get specific here. What even strategy, you know, whatever wherever you want to go with this, what is something that you uh, thought was a great thing in college as you, as a player that you want to incorporate uh, as a head coach? Um, I think as far as our structure goes with how practices were ran, um, we were real specific on our playbook. Number one, um, things like that are important as far as just making sure we have um, a good outline for us to have our offense flowing freely. Um, as far as skills work, there was room for us. We had we did have some great assistant coaches to help with a lot of facilitating individual skills to be able to um, nicely execute our plays because without, without both of those pieces, we, we're kind of missing aspects of what's going to get our train going. So I did appreciate having both of those supports um, present to kind of help us on both ends. We had a, a person that was primarily defensive coach. So just having people a part of a team that fully can support what you're trying to achieve. Let, let's talk a little X's and O's here. Do you have an offensive system that you are bringing with you uh, or are you going to evaluate the talent uh, that you have and then see what is the best fit? So that actually was just a discussion I was having um, with some of the, the staff we're formulating as we speak. But um, we do have some things in place that we know from previous years is a good template for us to use. However, based on talent, that is something that I've always wanted to evaluate as it comes um, with obviously the recruiting aspect that we talked about um, is something that will take place in the future more so. That's something I'm going to strive to be intentional about doing. But with the case of um, working with the players that we do have right now, that's something we'll have to evaluate um, for the specific skills that have come through the door as that's not something we recruited and were prepared uh, for um, at this time. So I think that's the best way to go about that. Um, this year, always kind of just seeing who you have and formulating the plan based on uh, the pieces that you have versus trying to drop anyone into a structure, trying to make something work that may not be best suited for uh, the yeah. people that part of that team at the time. Yeah, makes sense. You, know, you talk about skill, you talk about skill development. Adventist basketball at the high school level has been playing competitive interscholastically for a couple decades, at least now, depending on where you were in the country. A lot of most schools, I would say, are playing interscholastically. So I think that our overall level of 
competitiveness uh, has risen quite a bit in that time. However, you always hear people talk about sort of a gap, a gap between Adventist basketball and, you know, just the general public. Do you think that that is the case? Do you think that there is a huge gap in the talent, in the experience uh, of, of our Adventist players? And why do you think that is? Why do you think there is a gap if you do think there is? So I would agree with you, um, and, or I don't know if that's how you feel, but in that statement that um, is widely kind of believe about that gap, um, in my experience, I did play AAU basketball some. So compared to my high school basketball team to the same age group, AAU-wise, significant gap. Uh, I think some of the reasoning behind that is because of the um, push of sports and the athletic communities now, I believe, is starting to heighten a little bit. But um, in the past, I do believe that not as many people were um, pushing the competitiveness of the sports. It was kind of like, oh, uh, this is something I like to do. Let me just kind of go out here and do it. Uh, it's a good exercise. It'll keep my kids busy, whatever it was. It was something that people just played the sport. Um, but in other capacities or in other realms, like this was something that was more highly competitive from a very young age, um, whether that be to make it to top tier schools and things like that. Um, the drive for sports or the push of sports uh, to me was different compared to people I grew up with playing in the um, Adventist realm or in Adventist schools. Well, what advice would you have to young Adventist players who are looking to potentially make the leap up to college basketball? What do they need to do now, if that's a goal of theirs, to be ready for that next level? I would say, one, uh, determine what your goals, specific goals are um, of what you would like to achieve uh, with college basketball. If that be specific schools you would like to go to or whatever the case may be. Um, as far as the training piece goes, that's something I particularly uh, just dedicated a lot of time to. Um, once I realized I would like to play college basketball, um, I took the liberty of talking to my parents about the AU basketball, um, which obviously just gets you a lot of exposure, a lot of playing time, um, a lot of skill, different skill training and exposure with a lot of better players. Um, so that was great. I ended up getting a trainer to do some one-on-one -on -one work. I was just in the gym by myself, like just challenging myself to be the best version of me competing against myself, uh, seeing how far I could push myself. So things like that are, are super important if you're trying to go next level. And for those players that are out there that are, you know, thinking about their goals, thinking about where they might go, Talk a little bit about your experience at Andrews and why Andrews, uh, you know, what, what's so good about the program there and that what you're trying to build that people may want to be a part of. Absolutely. So I would say for one, um, Andrews is a great uh, family oriented space. I would say it is a smaller school. Um, I'll say winter wise, if you're not, if you're not uh, familiar with winter, that might be a a shocker to you, but it's something you can adjust to. You get all the seasons, so that's nice. Um, however, specifically speaking about the environment, it's a great family, again, oriented environment that's very faith-based. 
Um, it gives plenty of opportunity to um, develop your own personal relationship with God, which is one thing that we do pride ourselves on. Um, and then you also have uh, a, a big um, family-based group of people to support you uh, through academics, through that relationship building um, with God. And then um, as far as basketball comes, that's something we are as we're speaking about building up our program as we're trying to get more talent in through the door. That's something that uh, we see ourselves very much thriving in um, in the future. Um, as far as our, our success goes, um, that's something that we would like to be more on the map with, uh, putting ourselves out there. As you mentioned, a lot of people don't know about certain schools, which makes it hard to get talented girls into a program that no one truly knows about. So um, that's something I think with the right added group of people, the right um, amount of talent that we very much so are on the rise to something to something pretty great with our program. What are some specific goals that you have for this program? Uh, what is the, the culture that you're wanting to cultivate there at Andrews? And how are you planning to go about uh, reaching some of these goals that you have? Absolutely. So for one, I just want to uh, create a culture of sisterhood. Um, a lot of basketball, yes, is about people wanting to win. Um, but then it's also overlooked what that what the steps are before that. So um, one, I think people have to realize that this is a, a group effort um, of service to each other. Like everyone has to recognize the bigger picture of what we're all doing here. Um, I think in that relationship building portion of things, again, sisterhood, when you're a family, everyone is not just looking out for themselves. We all need to eat at the end of the day. <laughs> and that's kind of the mentality that I want are the culture of our program to have that um, in order for us all to be able to come to the table and sit down and have a nice meal together, everybody has to do their part in order for that to happen. Um, but just as I mentioned earlier, when I look at a player, uh, you said, what's the one thing that's going to stand out to you? And that's that that drive one, that, that uh, selflessness to be able to kind of, if something is not going to be best for all of us to be able to thrive right now, I have to have the humility to kind of do what's going to work for everyone. Mm -hmm. But just instilling those different principles. And then again, that's a lot bigger in life. Um, obviously, basketball isn't forever. And at the end of the day, while we are trying to, obviously, we all want to win. I think the underlying principles are going to matter the most with developing the character for the game of basketball. And then obviously, bigger um just going through life I have two more questions for you one is just to describe the uh athletic association that you guys at andrews play in what level are you playing at and what is the competition like so we are in the uscaa which is just a i guess i can compare it somewhat to d3 or naia uh competition levels for smaller private schools um, however, the, the style of scheduling our, our play, and this is something that I'm not super in-depth on, but I will give you the, the premise of knowledge that I have about um, the league. But as far as the scheduling goes with our games, um, our athletic director does uh, find games or, or relationships that we have with schools already. Uh, we schedule basically however we want. Uh, 
throughout the year. Um, at a certain point for the USCAA, they do a voting um, based off of teams' records and looking at kind of, uh, if they look back on tape, just kind of looking at the competitiveness of the teams that were playing and things like that, taking all of that into consideration. There is a committee that does a vote um, and votes teams into playoffs. Last I checked, there were seven spots, I believe. So in order to make the playoffs, you do need to be in that top seven. Um, at that point, you do go to the national uh, tournament where the bracket play begins um, competing for the national championship. Ooh, just get excited just thinking about tournaments and national championships. Yeah. <laughs> that can be the goal. That can be the goal. Absolutely. I, I wanted to ask you one last question, which is just what is basketball given to you as a person over your career? Man, that's a that's a loaded question. I'm gonna try to sum it up in in few words. Um, overall, I would say uh, the passion and the heart I have for basketball has allowed me to um, challenge myself in all aspects of life. Um, I think that when you are truly uh, working to be a better basketball player. Um, physically, you're drained at times, especially being a student athlete. Emotionally, you're drained. Um, but it's one of those things that you continue to push yourself, even, even when you feel like you have nothing left. I always told my girls when I was assistant coaching one more, um, and they knew that didn't mean actually one more. It's kind of like, you can do one more. I do more. the same thing. My guys are like, <laughs> we know this is not going to be one it's more. like, okay, one more. And it's it's one of those things that even when we said one more, um, everyone thought they were just so gassed. But when I said it again, you did another one. Um, so that just shows you that you have more to give than, than what you think you have to give. Uh, it's just a matter of testing and challenging yourself each and every day. So I, I've just drawn that to life in and of itself. Like work-wise, when I feel exhausted or, or just super drained, it's just a a matter of mentally pushing yourself, pushing yourself, bettering yourself at what you're doing, understanding your why, why am I doing this? And allowing that to kind of be your drive to push you to whatever your goals are. That's beautiful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Adventist Hoops podcast. It's really a pleasure to get to know you a little bit and we're all rooting for you. Uh, we're excited for you. Uh, being at your alma mater and and uh, we wish you nothing but the best here as uh, you embark on your your first season as head women's coach at Andrews University. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.